0: Hey everyone, Anil from Live, Breathe, Believe. Hope this cast finds you well. You know, in the last few weeks, I've been doing uh, a session around growth. Growth through adversity, growth under pressure. Today, I wanna do one around growth through family. Now, I hope I do this specific topic justice and it's gonna be interesting because I'm gonna be talking about my moms today. That's right, plural, moms. Let me come back to that. Um, Family, you know, we always think about them and we think, you know what, I can't live with them, but I can't live without them. You know, family can be your biggest strength. They can also be your biggest weakness. You know, I know different people who have different relationships with their parents, and I would say I am no different. Um, This particular talk is quite delicate. And uh, as I mentioned, I hope I do it justice. um, Because I'm going to talk about how I've grown um, because of my mom's. And... Yes, plural moms. Um, Growing up, I used to say, and and I do even feel today, I have two sets of parents. Now, that may sound normal to some. They think, oh, okay, you've got a stepmom or stepdad, you know, half-brother, half-sister, siblings, you know, that that, that come from other marriages. Um, That's quite common. Um, But in the early 90s, when I used to tell people, yeah, my moms and my dads, People would get a bit confused by that, and I'd have to explain, well, I call my dad's elder brother, papaji, which is a formal, respectful way of saying dad, uh, and I call um, his wife, my aunt, uh, mummy. And uh, I would call my dad, dad, and my mom, mom. Um, So, you know, both my dads, and both my moms, and my sisters, and that's right, when I say sisters, I actually have two cousins and my sis, so I have three, but I always say I've got three angels. And uh, they, they've all had a massive impact on my life, from when I was born, when they were there to, to today. And um, because I want to focus on my moms, um, I need to give you a bit more context around them. So first and foremost, uh, my, my, my mom, my biological mom, uh, her name is Reka, and uh, my aunt, who I called mummy, um, God bless her soul May her soul rest in peace um, her name is Indira. So Reka and Indira, two incredibly incredibly powerful names for two incredibly powerful and amazing women. Um, I I would say when you you know when you when you talk about your mom or moms, you almost have sometimes you know bittersweet memories. And uh, you know, let me first start talking about my mom, Reka. Uh, Rekha was born and raised in India. Um, she grew up in Mumbai, and uh, she married my dad. And she moved to the U.S. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I've I've only lived in under the same roof with her eight years out of my forty years on this planet, um, and I've seen her go through some incredibly tough times with her health, um, with family, um, with her, with with, with work, and. And I just have to say that you know on her side I'm only really close to two of my cousins uh, her her sister's uh, son and daughter uh, who are two incredibly amazing individuals and um, probably talk about them at some point um, but but Reka mom my mom uh, you know I, I was thinking about some questions and it's funny because when I thought about doing this this cast last week I didn't realize but I'm doing um, I'm doing a Deepak Chopra a abundance exercise at the moment, the 21-day program. And randomly, a couple days ago, the, the questions pop up about, you know, your mom and your relationship with your mom. And, you know, I actually am going to kind of guide this cast through, the, through those questions. And one of the questions that was asked is, hey, what are some of the positive aspects of, 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 her, of your mom? And so for my mom, it's she's kind, she's sweet, she's innocent, and she's incredibly tough. You know, the next question was, you know, what are her limitations? And well, my mom's stubborn um, and she's a bit slow in that um, she doesn't really pick up on things as quickly, at least nowadays as as she's gotten older. Um, What did I learn from her? Strength, cooking, speaking her mind, love, care, and discipline. My mom uh, practices Jainism, where you don't eat um, anything grown underground, um... And so that limits her diet, and she's stuck with that for years. And, and I absolutely admire what she does and how she does that. That that that, that discipline is, is I think, unparalleled. Um, what brings us together? Well, food, for sure. Uh, we always ask when we talk on the phone, uh, what's the weather like? Uh, and movies. Um, I do enjoy watching TV with her, and one of the first movies I, I watched with her, in fact, some of the most uh, life-changing movies I've watched with her, Braveheart, Schindler's List, Um, What separates and distances us? Well, you know, apart from the literal space, given that she now lives in Denver and I live in London, um, her health sometimes also distances us, like in terms of her mental health uh, and our lack of common hobbies. You know, my mom likes to kind of go to the grocery store. I don't like going to the grocery store. Um, She likes going for walks and she loves to work. Um, But, you know, she's typically kind of resting and relaxing and praying all day. And those are things that I don't necessarily do. I respect it because it gives her peace and comfort. Um, and so I, I like to, to celebrate that. Um, you know, and one of the last questions is kind of what are some of those similarities in, of life and patterns of behavior that she and I share? And, you know, we both have similar mannerisms, similar postures. In fact, sometimes when I'm watching TV, uh, the way I sit, it reminds me of how she sits and watches TV, almost like ready to get up, but still seated. Um, right. That's, that's, that's my mom. And, and I think what. What I want to share with you is a bit about growing up. you know when when I was eight years old and you know uh, I turned nine and my father took the decision to send me to India, it was incredibly hard on my mom um, because in the eight to nine years that I lived with her, um, she took me to my favorite clown uh, a clown show for my birthday. It was something that they broadcasted on local television. Um, she bought me my favorite toys. She knew I loved Knight Rider. And so she bought me a Knight Rider bike, uh, and she bought me a Knight Rider, uh, car, talking car. Uh, she would always make sure my birthdays were amazing. Uh, you know, I remember, I think it was my seventh birthday we did at McDonald's and I was like, mom, you know, I wonder if she ran out of creative ideas at that point, but no, she didn't. I think she knew my love for McDonald's was, was, was pretty big back then. Um, she would, she would put me to bed you know every night we would uh, do what's called a Nokra Mantra which is a, a Jain um, prayer that you do before you go to bed and I would always want her to tuck me in and, and say that prayer with me before I would go to bed um, and that's something that even till today she uh, does with me when and prior to any big event, so uh, starting a new gig, uh, starting a triathlon um, a big trip she always does that prayer with me on my birthday Um, So, there are a lot of positive memories with her, and when I think about some of the negative ones, you know, she had mental health issues, and so, you know, visiting her in in, uh, mental health wards, um, there was one time where she was not um, conscious, and I had to break down her door Christmas Eve of 1998, and, uh, you know, take her to the hospital, and we had to admit her, and, you know, some of the conversations with her when she wasn't in the best of moods, it it's just amazing to see how, what she was then and where she's come to, and and I have to be honest, I I've not shown her the the utmost respect. When I was a child, I used to curse at her in front of people, throw temper tantrums at stores if she didn't buy me the toys that I wanted, and so I I kind of reflect on that. I think I'm like, wow, you know what what kind of person, what kind of man, what kind of guy, what kind of boy was I that would do that to his mother? And you know, it, it's it's sad, it really is, and you know what I'm learning from it. Every day is how I need to ensure that i I'm, I'm mindful of the limited time that she had with me and the limited hobbies that she has and and therefore the number of people she can speak to and My mom does call me nowadays she 's got an iPhone now, so a data call is far easier than a, than, an, uh, than using a calling card and so she 'll call me two three times a day just even to say hello, nothing important and I you know there are times when I get a bit frustrated by that and I have to remind myself you know it's okay you know spend that couple minutes chatting with her. Make her smile. And, and it's, you know, I don't want to say it sounds like a contradiction and I don't want to lie through my teeth, but there are times when I'm I'm mindful of that, but I still can't do that. And so my invitation to all of you is, you know, uh, everyone has a different relationship with their mom, but how you manage that relationship with your your parent, your mom is is really important. And my mom is incredibly sweet and she says nothing negative to me. She's actually quite the contrary, very positive and very supportive. And she makes me laugh at times. She's like, oh, you've, you've had a few tequilas. I hope you're not going to drive. And I'm like, mom, I'm in London. I can't drive. She's like, oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. Then, then, then enjoy the tequila. Have a good fun. Have a good time. So yeah, uh, that is not the best uh, uh, impersonation of my mom. She's far sweeter. i going to pause here for a moment. When I think of Indira, mommy, uh, who, uh, God bless her soul, she passed away in 2018, um not someone you want to have pass away in your family because she was uh she was a bedrock, she was an absolute foundation for my family in India. My cousins, my uncle. Um, she grew up, was born and raised in a small town called Jetpur in Gujarat, in India. And uh my uncle met her and they got married, and she moved to Rajkot, um, where they she she pretty much lived her entire well married life, and uh she uh, is someone who, if I were to describe her, I mean, her last name, her maiden name is Gandhi. So whenever my uncle would book a plane ticket, he's like, yes, you know, Indira Gandhi. They say, wow, it's a great name. Yes, it is a great name. She was someone who embraced me when I moved to India in 1989. And she treated me as her son. Uh, she at times favored me and treated me better than she did her own daughter's. And my cousins definitely didn't uh, dislike me for that. They they were supportive, so that's good. Um, but Indumami, she she showed me love. She showed me kindness. She opened up her heart to me. Um, she and she did that similarly for my father. When she you know when she and my uncle got married, my, you know my father looked to her because my father lost his mother when he was quite young. When my father was twelve or thirteen, he lost uh, my grandmother. So she's been a mother to my dad, um, to me, to my sister, to my cousins, and. Um, a very pure soul. And so when I think about how I spent time with her three years in India and then during holiday periods, um, I think about those positive aspects, how she was very kind, very sweet, very innocent, but yet again, like my mom, very tough, You know and those limitations that we had were pretty much language because i had to learn gujarati in order to converse with her so you could say for the first couple months it was translations through my cousins and my uncle and then i had to learn the language to be able to speak with her in gujarati um i learned so much from her i learned about my religion so there were times when she and i would sit down she's like right what religion are you and little nine-year-old anil would say i'm a christian and she's like no you're not a christian you're jain And she'd explain that to me, what that entailed and and, and what that meant and the importance behind it. Um, She taught me kindness, respect, and shopping for veggies. So, you know, obviously wanting to be the strong son, you go shopping in the market. And uh, I wanted to be the one that would carry all the bags, you know, in both hands. Uh, And she could walk very leisurely and make sure that she got everything that she needed. Um, And I absolutely love that. I still remember there was one specific moment when she would joke with me. She's like, you know, the way you're carrying those bags, people are going to think that I treat you like a servant. I said, well, you know, I'm your son. Uh, I can be your servant. I can serve you. No issues. Um, what brought us together were also food, movies, but specifically Bollywood movies. Um, we'd also go to, to events together, um, go shopping together, as I mentioned, to the market. You know, what distanced us, what separated us? Um, well, apart from her living in Rajkot and the cultural aspects at times, she was incredibly close to me, um both she and my mom lived close to my heart, and I have to say this is a bit funny to say, but Indumomi was almost closer to me as a mom, and I probably showed her more respect when I spoke to her on the phone and when I saw her than I probably did my own mom and that was that was hard because you never want to treat you know two women you know um who you respect so much differently you want to show them equal amount of respect and love and kindness um when she passed away in 2018, it was the toughest moment for myself, and my cousins, because we've we've not lost anyone in our family who was that close to us, uh, to that point. And, you know, it it, it broke my uncle. I mean, he's uh, he and my dad are incredibly strong men, and it broke both of them. And to lose her and to think about her every day is is, is, is again something that I'm I'm quite grateful for that I have those memories, those times with her, um, and you know, trying to remember talking to her and and then. Bringing that over to how I talk to my mom um, each day I do you know you, you don't know when the last phone call you'll get from your mom will be and so you want to make sure that every phone call you do get remind yourself to be you know loving and respectful and kind um, you know so how have I grown as a person as a result of this because I think it's really important you know it it's I think the first thing is I know how I want to treat my mom and the example I want to set because I I would want my kids to treat my wife and their mom in the same way Um, and not disrespect it. I probably would want to, uh, you know, if my kid treated my wife, their mom, like I treat my mom, uh, Reiko mom, I'd be like, guys, come on, like you can't do that. So I need to be mindful of that when I interact with my mom. Um, The second thing is respect and family and how they brought us together. they were the, the the cornerstones, and you know when I lost my, when when Rick and mommy when she had to go into uh you know to certain mental wards and mental institutions, my parents got divorced you know that was really tough. she was by herself, and you know but she still we still stayed close to her, we still stayed nearby her physically, so we could see her as much as possible. My dad definitely encouraged that um but more than anything else, their strength i've grown as a person, and when I've done my triathlons and my runs, and I think about ooh physical pain, mental pain. Emotional pain. I think about these two women who, you know, married two men. Uh, you know, my father, and my uncle. You know, one moved, you know, from her family to to Rajkot. One moved from India to the U.S. And they pretty much. You know, my, my mom had to learn English by herself in the U.S. And my aunt had to learn a new way of living. And you know, it, it's it's difficult to think how, you know, my my Reika mom. She went through mental health issues and how she. Struggled and yet survived and yet she's still here and she's she's able to have conversations with me and and show me love and affection and in the mommy You know she in, in she just adopted me in a sense and, and and welcomed me And I think that's absolutely amazing that mothers have a certain strength that I hate to say sorry guys fathers don't have Um You know, and like I said, I know there are times I contradict what I'm saying, you know, I respect my mom, but there are times when I'm quite difficult with my mom and I've not shown her the respect she deserves and I've shown Indumami more respect, but all I can say is being mindful of it. So every conversation I have with my mom now, I I, I give her the love that I gave to Indumami so she gets 2x the love as opposed to the the love that uh, I used to give her. you know, the other day, Anika and I were in the Uber and uh, I was having a tough conversation with my mom. I don't know why. Maybe it was the third time she called and I kind of said, hey, Anika, do you want to speak to her? And she's like, sure. So she took the phone and for five minutes, they laughed, they joked, they were talking and I was just, I was in awe and I was in awe of how Anika's just adopted and inherited my mom in that respect and showing her the respect that she shows to her mom and to her sister. And I love that. I'm, I'm actually, I'm inspired by it. Uh, and I hope I, I, being that I can leverage some of her strength and her calm and patience and how she speaks to her family and my mom uh, with my parents. Uh, because I think that's incredibly powerful. You know, I'm going to leave you on this thought. Moms are incredible. Uh, there was a uh, a YouTube interview that showed a guy interviewing random candidates for a job that is 24-7, comes with no benefits. Uh, you could be up at all hours of the day. Uh, there's no payment. Um, and there's, yeah, there's there's no one else that can do that job. And eventually at the end, uh, he said, "Yep, yeah, it's it's being a mom. And yeah, you know, moms have, an, you know, at times a, a, an amazing job. And sometimes we do thank them and sometimes we don't. And I think Mother's Day should be 365 uh, and not one day a year. So hey, anyways, um, I'm honored to see that my sisters, all three of them, are exhibiting the same, if not the best, if not more qualities that both moms gave to us. Uh, as they raise their kids and I uh, would say there's no pressure that one day should I become a father that I can you know bring the memories of my moms and the love of my moms to them uh, and be an equal amazing father uh, and mother to them uh, with my partner so uh, I want to say thank you all for listening have an amazing day and uh, enjoy lots of love and big hugs